Welcome to the Legally Speaking Podcast, powered by Kasoon Carr. I'm your host, Rob Hanna. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by Joe Young, a high-flying 5PQE city commercial litigation lawyer. Joe founded and developed Dad on SPL, which stands for Shared Parental Leave. This is a leading blog which discusses the trials and tribulations of taking shared parental leave in the UK. Joe is a first-time father who wishes to educate and encourage others to take advantage of SPL. Within his blog, he's created the Shared Parental League, highlighting UK firms that are walking the walk and not just talking the talk with regards to gender equality. So welcome, Joe. Hello. How are we doing? Yeah, very good. Thanks. Very good. Good stuff. Um, I must start, as is customary to all of our legally speaking listeners, with the uh, the honorary question. Um, on the scale of one to 10, 10 being very real, how do you rate the TV hit series Suits? Well, unfortunately, I have to make a confession here i have never watched an episode of suits so i have absolutely no idea there we go there whether, we go whether i'm a naught or a ten <laughs> well you're a first in the sense that anyone we haven't had hasn't seen it so um based on that we'll, we'll give it a zero just to sort of even out the, <laughs> okay. uh, the scales because it'll be very impartial if you gave it a 10 so today the episode is very much called dad on spl i know yourself you took six months of shared parental leave um i think in 2019 early this year but before we go into that. Do you want to tell us a bit more about your background and sort of how you've got to where you are as a, a sort of high-flying city lawyer? Okay. Well, um, my route into law was somewhat zigzag and um, wasn't wasn't a straight line, or, or I believe the term is a non-linear career these days. So I um, left uni. I actually did quite a bit of teaching. Um, first, I was a maths teacher, first in Hull and then um, down in London. And I also did a bit of traveling mixed in with the mixed in with the maths teaching and then went to law school, paid for law school via um, supply teaching in, in London. And after all that, um, got a training contract with uh, Piss and Masons and started training in 2012 to 2014. Um and yep, qualified in 2014 into the commercial litigation department and have you know been suing people and getting sued <laughs> ever since. <laughs> Did you always want to, to go down the more contentious route? Uh, is that what you, you enjoyed? I think what I enjoy about litigation is, and I'm sure the transactional, <laughs> transactional lawyers will disagree with me, is that as a litigator, you are the expert in the room when the clients come to you for advice. Yeah, They've received a claim form, you know, and they might be thinking, well, what the hell do I do with this? And the, the, the contentious lawyer should be an expert in not only the, the procedure, but the aspects and merits of the claim. And you are very much leading the client and holding their hand through that process. Whereas a transactional lawyer, it may be that <laughs> once the initial conversation of, you know, how to structure a transaction is over, it, it's the client that's driving the ne negotiations and um, um, ultimately the, the lawyers that are filling in the forms. But, but I, I, you know, do a disservice to my very esteemed uh, corporate colleagues. Good caveat there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you sort of zigzagged into the legal profession, as you said. Um, and, you know, congratulations, you recently have become a, a father. And you, you have, as I said, at the top of the podcast, you know, created this, you know, really, really impressive 
blog. So do you want to tell us more about that and, and what really fueled your, your passion for that? Sure. So as, as you said in the intro, I began my shared parental leave in April of this year and I took six months. So so we, me and my partner, who's also a lawyer. Yeah. So so she's a competition lawyer um, at Michigan de Ray. Okay. Um, and so we decided when... I said when we were pregnant, when my, <laughs> when, when my partner was pregnant, yeah, um, we decided that we wanted to split the leave equally mm-hmm. down the middle, six months, six months, and and that's indeed what we did. Um, it was important to us that w- when we had our daughter, that she knew that parenting was an equal endeavor yeah. between the both of us, and that from the outset she would know that um, gender shouldn't limit her ambitions in any way, and that there shouldn't be distinct categories of work or tasks that are women's tasks or yeah. or men's tasks and that kind of thing. And we wanted to to live that out, and she was really supportive and got behind me doing that. And I I think that's a really important aspect to draw out because legally it is in the gift of the mum to give this to the to the the dad. A dad cannot take shared parental leave currently unless the mum allows that to happen. That's that's written into the legislation. And that is a really important point because people listening in may just sort of have this assumption: oh, it's 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 easy. You can just make it happen. But so that is actually a. I think yeah. people need to be really kind of mindful of when they're actually family planning and talking to their partners. Exactly. They need to have these detailed discussions. Uh, exactly. And, and she was, yeah, brilliant and, and, and so supportive of my and, and encouraging me to, to take it. Leading then onto the, the blog, I think it's developed organically. And I don't think I necessarily had specific targets with what I wanted to do with it when I, when I set out. I think, firstly, I just wanted to record and almost just keep a diary of the experience that I was about to have with my daughter and and it would be a good way to to capture all that whilst I did know a few people that had had taken shared parental leave before me who were great role models and sort of inspirational for me there are not many people that have done it yeah why do you think that is why do I think that is um lack of education people sort of not not aware of sort of things that you're you're trying to promote or people just generally you know, going through the motions. Yeah, well, give us put, putting on the spot a bit, but give us your thoughts. Sure. So, I think I think there's a few factors. The overriding factor is pay, right? And and the availability of enhanced pay um, for people taking shared parental leave. You only have to look at Aviva, um, who are a company that perform well in the shared parental league that you mentioned at the start. They now offer six months full pay to all parents that that um, they now have, I think they published on their website that ninety percent of men take that are eligible take shared parental leave, and two thirds of men that are eligible take one hundred percent of that leave entitlement. Wow! And I mean, <laughs> you know, so it's. <laughs> Once you start paying people to take time off at full yeah. pay, yeah. Well, I use I use time off, you know, productive in, time. Off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, once you start paying people and encouraging people to to take that time, that's going to be a big factor. But there are also other factors, social stigmas that still persist. People just passively go along with the status quo, and and it's always assumed that it will be the, the job of the mum to to be the primary mm-hmm. care. Another interesting aspect of this discussion is the way that shared parental leave is is getting lots of traction in the media, but not only the fact that it is getting traction, how it is being 
spoken about in the media is interesting too. So I saw, I think it was a Times article that said um, X firm has in, increased its shared parental leave offering to retain best talent. And it's very interesting, I thought, and maybe incorrectly, but that when we're talking about men's pay, that things are talked about in terms of retaining best talent and, um, you know, we've got to do this for the benefit of the business. Whereas for the last however many number of decades in talking about women's pay for maternity leave, it's always been kind of discussed in a in a way that it was a burden on businesses and businesses shouldn't, shouldn't do this. And I, I just think that's a very, I'm not sure I fully know what I feel about that. But it's it's a very interesting discussion point. Companies are copying and pasting from their maternity leave policies, and on the assumption that they are now equal. In fact, they call this yeah. process they are equalising their policies. Right. But that doesn't always work in practical terms. So that so that's another barrier. And and then just public awareness is is another is another factor. It's quite interesting the number of people that will say to me. Oh, it's it's great that your firm let you take six months off. And my response is, no, that's my legal right yeah. to take that six months off. In fact, I could have taken fifty weeks off of shared parental leave, and that is my legal right. I bet that shocks quite a few people because that's just not known to I think you know broader broader circles. So you're absolutely right. But I can imagine the reactions you get is, oh, really? Yeah, their their assumption is that you can just take this time, and at the moment, it's sort of it's still see it's still seeing as something that's quite new or interesting when you talk about it. And ultimately, the goal is that a dad taking six months off is just, you know, as... as it's just a norm, know. right? Yes, yeah, exactly. We wanted to get to an equal playing field where it's just seen as the same. And, you know, we are, you know, we're in the legal space. So for you and people listening in who are maybe thinking about having families or, you know, generally, you mentioned Aviva, but in terms of the legal sector... Yeah not to put you on the spot, but how do you find the legal sector versus, say, the insurance versus other professional services, banking, in terms of their receptiveness to share parental leave? And, you know, people thinking about it, um, what would you say? One area that I've been looking at, i.e. the enhanced pay available, and that forms the basis of my shared parental league. Um, when I look at the sectors that that perform well, insurance is definitely a sector that, that performs well, and they seem to be quite ahead of the curve. And actually what is starting to happen I think within the insurance sector is firms are realizing that to retain the best talent, they need to start offering better shared parental leave, maternity leave. The The point isn't, well, is this is one sector busier than another or, or yeah. not? The point is, who is offering the best enhanced SPL pay packages? Because that will drive gender equality in, in the workplace. Yeah. Yeah, fair point. Fair point. I think people can can relate to that. Um, just talking about then the shared parental league. I'm really interested in this yeah. concept. You've touched on it, but just tell us sort of basically how it works and, and a bit more about that. Sure. So the the shared parental league was my idea to to highlight and celebrate best performance um, in the UK and best practices in regards to companies' offerings on on shared parental pay essentially and i just started started it by looking for public uh, publicly available information and there's quite a bit in the press at the moment and and you can on certain companies you can download even download their maternity and shared parental leave policies and started doing a bit of a sort of i mean it's a cross sector analysis of what policies are out there what are firms doing what are firms offering 
And then came the idea to sort of put them together into a league table. And some of the thinking around this was, as I started doing my own research about around shared parental leave and maternity benefits and working families and all, all this kind of thing, it always seems to me to be pitched in a way that is what I would call a traditionally female kind of marketing paradigm or I'm, yeah. I'm not really sure that I'm not a, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a marketeer so I'm, I'm going to get the point I know what you're trying to get and it's always about so it's about you know flexible working arrangements and um, you know flexible start times and it's packaged up with maternity leave and childcare and there'll be working groups within firms about working mums and all, all this kind of thing even even some of the key websites and key blogs are, are just so obviously focused at women when you're talking about family issues and one thing that interested me about doing the league was taking the discussion about shared parental uh, leave benefits and putting that more into a what I would call traditionally male yeah. paradigm, i.e. a league. This is competitive. Mm-hmm. This is about showing who is the best. And I, I kind of had the idea of um, making comparisons with a football league and literally pitting firms against each other as, as a way to take it out of that sort of solely traditional, traditionally marketed at women way. I yeah, say I'm, I'm maybe not explaining that. No, but I think it makes it more as an, an objective. You put it into a league, it's there in black and white. And I think the point is with the league as well, it's to bring out the best of firms and companies exactly. rather than a name and shame, right? It's about actually, these are what people are doing well. It's like if you're fifth in the league, how can I get to first rather than yeah. you know anything else? And that's a clear point. Exactly. And I'd like to stress that the, the league is there to celebrate yeah. the, the best practice. It is not there. Well, I, I've actually had quite a few people contact me saying, oh, you know, my company doesn't offer any pay. Can you include us in the leagues and put us at the bottom? And I've just said, well, that's not what this no. is about. I'm, I'm not here to, yeah, as you say, name and shame. This is about celebrating best practice. In, in terms of how the league works, it's quite simple, um, but there's a little quirk in it. Okay, we like quirks. So I judge firms on if a dad took months 7 to 12 off, i.e. the back half of the year, Yeah. How many weeks full enhanced pay would he receive? And that is the that is the kind of points total. And then my goal difference, as I call it, is what is the total enhanced pay offered at any point during the birth year? And now that might seem, and here's this is the quirk, because you might ask, well, what's the difference? Yeah. The difference is quite a few policies peg any pay, any element of paid leave to the birth date. So to give a simple example, if a company says, right, we're changing our paternity uh, leave policy, our shared parental leave policy, and we are now going to pay 26 weeks of full pay, six months full pay. Yeah. They will no doubt have a great marketing release and say, oh, you know, aren't we so progressive and up, up with the times that we're now paying dads six months full pay for shared parental leave. But in the policy, it will often say, we pay the first 26 weeks yeah. at full pay, and then we pay nothing or, or a period of half pay and whatever. And now it is that first, the word first, that I call the birthday peg. It is pegging the leave to the birthday. 
And that means that in months 7 to 12, dad would get paid nothing for any time that he takes up. I, I should just stress, when I'm talking about pay here, I'm talking about enhanced pay, not statutory pay, which yeah. is which is a separate separate thing. And the reason that I focus on this month 7 to 12 and why I think this is a really crucial distinction for firms to grasp and understand is that it is in months 7 to 12 when men are much more able to be the primary caregiver to the child. In months 1 to 6, the mum may be breastfeeding if yep. couples are deciding to do that, which is obviously quite a common thing for couples to decide to do. The mother has just given birth. She needs time to recover and there needs to be mother and baby bond. There might be, if the baby's slightly premature, there might need to be lots of skin-to-skin contact. All of these issues that mean it's not really feasible for, for the man to be the sole caregiver in months one to six. If your company is saying, well, we're only going to pay you for the first bit after childbirth, I would argue that that company is effectively saying men should not be the primary carers to children. Mm. And I know that sounds like a bold statement, but the reason I back that up is because, as I say, women are so much more likely to need to take the leave in the first period of the birth year. And if men are taking the leave then, they will not be the primary caregiver to the child. Great, they will be there assisting. They will be helping keep the house clean, helping wash the baby clothes, running out to buy the nappies, doing all that stuff, which is brilliant. I'm not saying, uh, you yeah. know, I'm not for one second saying that that's not good stuff. Yeah. But what it isn't is the man taking the primary caregiver role. And it is usually in the later months that there are basically no restrictions on the man taking that, that role. Once, you know, if the couple has stopped breastfeeding, then there is absolutely no reason the man can't take over the primary caregiver role. And so that is why I place so much emphasis on the, what the pay is in the later months and on this concept that I call the birthday peg. Yeah. So that's where you're saying if companies or firms are thinking about things, you know, I was going to ask you what could firms be thinking about to improve or to get better is, is, is looking at that 7 to 12 month and what they can do to make that better, to make it more attractive, right? Yeah, exactly. And and what I would actually say is it's actually about firms saying, allowing the flexibility for a couple to use that enhanced pay period however they want. I'll give two brilliant examples. Vodafone and Standard Life Aberdeen yep. have both recently announced um, shared parental leave policies. I should just say that Standard Life Aberdeen's policy is absolutely amazing it is 40 weeks full pay in any time up to the child's second birthday okay um well that's really really insightful i think you shared a lot of things there that people won't have been aware of um most definitely the other thing we talked about off air was about sort of business risk and perceptions perhaps mm. of you yeah. know firms or companies you know not offering this you know maybe having a more hard and lying fast world you know it's always been like that and people in the past have got on with it so just get on with it what do you say to that kind of approach so this comes back to what i was saying earlier about making this conversation not necessarily about family leave and flexible working and yeah. this kind of thing sort of similar to what i'm doing with the league i'm creating competition you know who are offering the best policy etc and this point about risk i think again is another one that is about moving this conversation into 
a conversation about how having a good SPL policy is good for your firm's bottom line. Good stuff. Okay. And, you know, I always ask people Vision 2020, because I'm not going to be able to ask it in a couple more months. We're going to be in 2020. Um, what do you plan to do? You mentioned you don't really have any direct goals when you set out the blog, but it sounds like you've come on leaps and bounds and, you know, you've got some great, fascinating um, projects and other things outside of that. But for the blog, where do you see that going or what do you want to sort of go into 2020 uh, achieving? The first immediate plan I have is to get round to responding to the government consultation and on its new proposals to support um, working families. Uh, And that might involve a wholesale change of the way that shared parental leave operates. So I think I've got some things to say, as you can probably tell, um, (laughs) uh, about how they might best do that. Um, And and that's in the next couple of weeks. So I I want to do that. Um, And then the next thing is I want to continue doing a as part of the blog, I've been interviewing other professionals um, in law, but also other sectors about their own SPL experiences in a bid to show people that there is actually more people out there that, that have done this already and, and done it in various different ways and done different things with their shared parental leave. So I'd, I'd like to continue doing that. And also with regards to the shared parental league, more and more companies every week are publishing new um new policies and i've seen an amazing interest on on linkedin i can expect around you know a thousand new views a day every time i post the the league and you know and that's amazing from a standing start because i mean i follow your content it's great it's really insightful but you know it's really is a, a topic that people are taking great interest in so yeah. you know it's just growing from strength to strength yeah thank you um and so developing the league and and ultimately it'd be nice to once i get enough firms publish their data on this and i that I can split the league into sectors and maybe have a sort of sector focus for for each area. That's 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 really really great, and I think you will continue to go on your your, your journey. I'm thinking as well, people listening in who are probably getting quite wow. I didn't know about all of this. You know, I really want to talk to Joe, or you know, I'd like to reach out to him more. How can people contact you? Tell us how they can get in touch, and what's the best forum for that? Um, I, I think the best the best way would just be look at my LinkedIn content and. Um, if you're inclined to do make it make a comment on any of the of the content um always welcome or just send me a message on on linkedin or if you go to the blog my my blogging email is there so quite a few people e- email me yeah um, and what's that what's that just that is there we go. And, you know, it's this is we talked a very serious um, topic today about SPL, but out, outside, or, you know, what have you most enjoyed about being a, being a father? Yeah, sorry. Uh, my my partner uh, raised a similar point that I kind of talk all the time about these policy details, <laughs> and not the fact that I had, you know, six amazing months with my daughter kind of thing. Um, yeah, so, I mean, there is just so much that I enjoyed um about about that time with with her i i suppose just feeling like you are getting to know your daughter properly and not just seeing her at the evening or at the, at the weekend and, and having a sustained period where you spend eight ten hours a day with this person and and you really get to feel it, it's almost by the end of it that you're hanging out with your best friend not your you know not your daughter it's quite yeah, it's quite yeah. strange and um you know we would do everything together from from cleaning our teeth together to going out to the parks going to cafes together and so you're kind of living a life with your best mate and 
Yeah. And um, it's, it's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we're really half me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, um, so it's absolutely fantastic. And it's it's been a really amazing experience all through in terms of um, connecting with other people and other parents and, and speaking to them about their experiences and just seeing you, being able to see your daughter develop every day and, you know, new developments every day. She's coming on all the time and that, that's really amazing to amazing to see um and that helps when you when i return to work sort of putting everything into perspective and i think it's actually quite motivating to come back and think well wow this is what i'm this is what i'm working for now you know yeah yeah definitely got that intrinsic drive as a result of it right yeah well joe listen it's been an absolute pleasure having you on i think what well, i've certainly learned a lot today from share parental leave so thanks for sharing that all the listeners listening in do make sure you check out uh, dad on spl there's lots of interesting content on there um and yeah joe thanks so much once again Thank you. Thank you.